Meanwhile, at the Hall of Cage. Well, I'm one of those fortunate people who like my job, sir. Got my first chemistry set when I was seven, blew my eyebrows off, we never saw the cat again, been into it ever since. <laughs> I did a bare 360 triple backflip in front of 22,000 people. It's kind of funny. It's on YouTube. Check it out. Somehow they managed to get every creeping freak in the universe in this one plane. Coffee and a muffin. Okay, so I need to establish themes. Maybe banana. That's a good muffin. So just quiet down, my little one, and call me dad. Get some balloons and go to the puppet show. Sorry, boss, but there's only two men I trust. One of them's me, and the other's not you. The L city out here. Uh... The L city, not Wilbur, uh, Louisiana. Not Louisiana. It's it's of Alabama. Like it took me a long time to realize that there are two football teams in Alabama that don't that hate each other. That's Auburn. Once, well, Auburn. Thank you, Auburn and Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the fuck else is there to do in this state? Okay. Yeah. All right. So I, it took me a long time because I'm like, okay, I get the the Alabama Texas rivalry. I get the Florida Georgia rivalry, but Auburn and Alabama, you guys are. You guys are in the same city. I never really same, got the, the Florida-Georgia line. I don't get it. Yeah, well, thank you. I didn't get that I, either. You know, it's like, there's a line. You're either Georgia or Florida. You can't be fucking both. <laughs> you live like right on the line. <laughs> they are Georgia. Like, I am that line. It's like I'm the sanity insanity line. This is how we roll. Okay. Fuck it, so. Fuck it, A. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Caging Greatness, the show where we discuss the films of Nicolas Cage 47.653% of the time. We've gone down a bit. How is that that possible, though? Because I'm bad at math. It was 51 last time. I do remember that. That'd be a significant drop. No, here's the thing that I don't know if you guys realized. I've been pulling these numbers out of my ass literally the entire time. (laughs) I have never done any of this math. I'll probably do it Monday. I'm going to be bored, I think. Because I've already got the weekly shit done at the shop. It all came in early. But we are here to discuss one of our favorite films, and we have a very special guest, someone who was going to join us for Vampire's Kiss uh, so long ago. Finally here, our dear friend, J.R. Mounts. Yay! Thank you for having me. Of course. We're thrilled to have you. Hell yeah. I'm excited. Vampire's Kiss. I do miss that one. That was a good one. That was yeah. a really good one. I must drink blood. <laughs> I'm so excited to see him play Dracula in that <gasps> Renfield movie. God, yeah. It's only yeah, been 34 great. years. <laughs> <laughs> what a time for a sequel. Ugh. So we are here to discuss the films of Nicolas Cage. And tonight, it is like 11 o'clock already. <laughs> it's been a hell of a day. But we just watched The Rock. Like a rock. <laughs> Which ties into last week's episode of The Weatherman. So go check that out. Yeah, it was a good one. It was. Yeah, I, well, Ken and I thought it was a good one. I mean, it, look, it's not a bad movie. It's just tonally incongruent. Our show is tonally incongruent. Hello, it's my name is Michael Kane. Michael Kane. And let me tell you about camel toes. <laughs> like, I love how everybody used Michael Kane's accents uh, during that episode, yet Michael Kane didn't use a Michael Kane accent in that movie. Yeah, I don't know what accent he was trying for, but he missed. I love that man. <laughs> I mean, it was interesting to say. It bothered me, but it was interesting. <laughs> also, he didn't know what a big goat was. The man was a fucking alien. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, we are here. The normal people are here. Pat's here. Ken's here. JoJo's here. I'm here. JR is here. He's not normal, but he's here anyway. They Would you like him. to be normal? He no, might be normal. It's no fun being normal. That's that's right. <laughs> you guys it's know not this. fun. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna do the thing that we do. This is this is what we do, JR. Okay. We're gonna go around and we're gonna give our ratings out of five stars. It's basically it's based on the letterboxed app where we can all put down our thoughts because as a generation we are incredibly self-centered and we think that every opinion we have needs to be shared with everyone in the world. You're goddamn right it does. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to go around we're going to give our star ratings brief thoughts of the movie then we're going to talk about the movie and the things we love like the explosions, Sean Connery, the explosions, the other explosions, the rest of the explosions and cast. And all of the explosions. <laughs> So, um, Jojo, we'll start with you. We'll go in a circle. What'd you What'd you think of The Rock? The, like a rock. Uh, it was <laughs> It was pretty fucking good. I'm going to be completely frank. I'm really tired. So the last <laughs> 30 minutes of the movie are a little fuzzy for me. And by a little fuzzy, I was kind of like blinking in and out of consciousness. <laughs> but from what I was able to see and recall... I really fucking enjoyed it. Like I mentioned while we were watching it, I was like, oh man, this is making me want to replay Metal Gear. <laughs> Just from like the music and basically the plot. It was like, yeah, Hideo Kojima was like, I'm going to make The Rock, damn it. <laughs> but like psychics and other weird shit. Uh, right now, I think I'm sitting at a three and a half. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay. Uh, Canon. I, um,. Uh, zero out of five, one hundred percent. No, Dwayne uh, the Rock Johnson at all. Like I hated it. <laughs> Fucking garbage. We were like lied to. I thought we were gonna. I thought this was the wrestling episode. It was the Rock. I I'm I'm upset. <laughs> I'm genuinely angry. No, I'm kidding. The Rock. I've seen it many many times. Uh, it has always been a hoot and a holler. Um, uh, there were a lot of things that uh, happened during this watch through that I didn't really remember seeing. So that tells me that I saw a lot of TV edits of this film. But seeing it in its entirety, I had a, a damn good time. Mm -hmm. It was. Uh, I'm. I'm giving it a four. Nice. Four out of five. Stars. I do recall TNT playing it a lot. Oh yeah, and I'm they sure they drama. only showed like. 63% of the movie. Like yeah. a rock. <laughs> it's like 100% more face melting. So, uh, JR, what did you think? I saw this in the theaters back in the day. Mm. And I gotta say, like, I don't recall a lot of Michael Bay films right off the bat. I know he's done a lot of stupid shit. Oh yeah, terrible stuff. <laughs> I mean, and we know Michael Bay films because you can turn it all the way down and still know it, it's a Michael Bay film just by all the giant fire and explosions in just the credit scenes. Mm -hmm. That said, I give it five out of five. Yeah! yeah. Because yeah. it is the best Michael Bay film. <coughs> it is the quintessential definition of a Michael Bay film. And unlike you, I thought it was more than half a rock. I was riveted the entire time. I've seen this thing. I know how the fucking thing goes. And I was like, damn, this is awesome. Damn, this is great. Even the stupid shit. Oh, yeah. In fact, I found it more fun, like, 
going along with it. Yeah. You know, and we'll talk about this, mm-hmm. but all those little Easter eggs that are in there that, you know, now we, we know them as Bayisms, but back then, in what was it 97 right yeah. so it was filming 96, in 96, 96 right 96, 96 yeah. so it's filming in 96 shows 97 i had never seen anything like that before i wanted to be one a marine two a mercenary three a biochemist <laughs> and then just i just want to be the guy that hits the drums all the time in this movie <laughs> not since t2 had we had so much percussion so five out of five nice yeah pat uh, this was my actually very first time watching The Rock tonight, nice. and I had a hoot and a holler, uh, let that be known. Um, <laughs> there's just some fucking batshit <laughs> sequences, <laughs> which we will get to. <laughs> my God. Um, and I will echo uh, JoJo's sentiment. There is a lot in this movie that's very reminiscent of the video game series Metal Gear Solid, where it's just like just really tight like military like interest and what's a lot of intense male emotions and just like <laughs> uh it, it's really interesting i love it uh my only criticism it does kind of get a little lull in between these like the big action sequences and that doesn't the, the hurt the movie i would say but just when you have like these big spikes the valleys do feel a little long um Currently, I'm sitting in the three and a half. I could be argued to put it to a four, but I had a fantastic time watching this. Fair. So, uh, Taylor, there's a running gag on the show where I rate everything much higher than everything else. Okay. And anyway, just generally, like, no, there's, a, there's a couple of moments. <clears throat> there's a couple of moments where my score was by far the lowest. But uh, generally speaking, I rate things much higher. I enjoy things. In fact, if you look at my letterboxed scores, I've given five stars to both uh, Pig, starring Nicolas Cage, which was fantastic, mm-hmm. and also 1994 Street Fighter, which is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> no, you I, five don't stars? Rate, I don't rate on quality. <laughs> I rate on how much I love the okay, thing. Okay, that, but that's valid. Yeah. That's valid. Five fucking stars for The Rock. <laughs> yes. It's already been rated. Yes. It was five stars before I got here. It was going to be five stars, but I, I already knew that. I love this movie. This movie's insane. It's it's just it's so bay, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's the it's prime bay. It's explosions for no good fucking reason at all. Mm-hmm. It's just like a scooter explodes because why wouldn't it? A fucking Volvo explodes. There's no pyro around that area, and it just explodes. A San Francisco trolley (laughs) is launched multiple stories into the air (laughs) for no reason, really, other than it just looks cool. It's an electric trolley, too, by the way. This is the evolution of everything that came in the 80s and the 90s. This is the next step. This is... This is the blastoise of the Arnold Schwarzenegger Squirtle shit, right? Like this is where it was always gonna go, and and by God, we're there. <laughs> Explosions, <laughs> because why not? It's the shoulder pads of all the Michael Bay's films, mm-hmm. and, and like he he became a parody of himself later on oh, because they kept throwing money at him, and he likes money. So like, well, you're gonna pay me to blow shit up? Why not? But like this is back when he seemed to actually care. And, it's and, true. And yeah. Damn it, I love this. Back movie. when he cared about the art, you know, it's yeah. it's the quintessential believability of all of his absolute ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. However, I will disagree. I don't think this is his best movie. I think his <laughs> best movie is Pearl Harbor. 
Oh, fuck no. Yeah. Oh, dear God. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm Okay. It's no. lovely to see you, Jojo. We'll see you later. <laughs> no, no, fuck that movie. That movie's doo-doo fucking garbage. That movie's not good. I mean, it's on the worst Aerosmith cover song in the world. It's Wait, that's Armageddon, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, wait, no, was that Armageddon? That was, yeah, that's Armageddon. Steven Tyler, that was Armageddon. The real best Michael Bay movie. Hey, look, both, both <laughs> the Rock and Armageddon are in the Criterion collection, so put some respect this on This is very it. true. Hey, Cri- both of these, right? Criterion doesn't yeah. play. Mm-hmm. Like that stupid Aerosmith song made me like Armageddon less because <sighs> it was fucking everywhere for years. Yeah, it killed Dream On. I mean, come on. Yeah, just nah. That song didn't kill Dream On. How is that possible? By making it in the same set every fucking concert. <laughs> I've seen them so many times. I have to pose it up with that fucking song to hear Dream On. Yeah, but you got to hear Dream On though. Yeah, do I? That's the, I haven't heard Dream the On live. I'm song. jealous as fuck right oh, that's now. Amazing. That's one of the greatest songs ever it's written. Amazing. Uh-huh. Dream but, so the basic but, plot of the rock. Really? No, no. I was <laughs> okay. The basic plot of the rock, because there's there is a plot technically. It's a, uh, it's a tightly constructed plot. Airtight. Airtight. Ed Harris is a general who's mad that uh, special ops missions have been swept under the rug. So he steals really, really terrible toxic weaponry and takes over Alcatraz because that's the next logical progression. And then uh, Nicolas Cage is a biochemist who's recruited to go alongside not James Bond, played by Sean Connery, yes. to break into Alcatraz with <laughs> Michael Bean, who has about seven minutes of screen time. Great, it's great quality seven minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's, it's, it reminded me of, uh, I think it was Executive, De- Executive Decision, the Kurt Russell movie where Steven Skull's all in the marketing and then he right. fucking dies in six minutes. It's great. Uh, and then they have to stop the rockets from going and killing everybody in San Francisco. Because unlike Rice deadly poisons are not the San Francisco treat. Yeah. It's bad. I mean, granted, they can take what's left of you after the bombs go off and put it in some Rice <laughs> But I, yeah. That was some gorgeous looking poison, though. Yeah, oh, like man. those. Does that design so cool? I mean, yeah, like that li- the- lime candy look. Oh, oh yeah, where good. they pull it out of the little tubes and it's those little like perfect like balls. I just want to find like an Etsy shop that like made that dumb thing. No so shit. I can put it on a shelf or something. And, and the, the little like poison ball, they look kind of tasty. It's like what are they? I want to know the, the, the I, forbidden yeah. candy Tide Pod effect. <laughs> I was gonna say this is decades before Tide Pods too. The so, deadliest I mean, pop rocks. <laughs> you pop them once and you pop yourself yeah yeah um i know like we're, we're giving right off the bat like I, I normally harp on like like loads of exhibition not exhibition exposition exposition yeah. i don't know how words work today i'm sorry i'm tired too it's, it's after 11 man. it was yeah. quite an expedition though it was, it was quite an exposition <laughs> let me tell you but um at the beginning it's like this um, you don't like see why um, he's the bad guy's upset, Ed Harris, but um, you just like hear, you know what's going on, and he, he talks to his, I believe it's his uh, dead wife, yeah, I believe, and he's just like, I got to do what I have to do, and then <laughs> he's gonna blow up San Francisco. I'm sorry, babe, it's what you wanted. I'm here to carry out your wishes. I to feel clear- like they were just driving the point, like. Like really quick, like and again, like I normally don't like situations like that, but you know it worked. This worked here. I dug it for what they were doing. I was like, you got to get to the action, baby. This is a Bay movie. I ain't no fucking around anymore. <laughs> but you could tell he was being restrained versus yeah. how like later films would go. He was like, well, we gotta have some plot before everything goes. Burr, so 
Yeah. Plus, Ed Harris is just great. He is I so good. I love that man. Do you know, like, when he did Truman Show, that was on, like, six days' notice, and he still got a Best Supporting Actor nomination in the Oscars? So he didn't know about their role until six days before him. Well, he was gonna, it was going to be Dennis Hopper, but Dennis Hopper had to drop out because he was a crazy person, so they called <laughs> Ed Harris to fill in with, like, six days' notice, and he showed up and did that. What in Waterworld made you think he was a crazy person? <laughs> I don't know. I've seen Blue Velvet. Yeah, like I've, I've seen, yeah, yeah. No. I've seen Dennis Hopper. But like I've seen Super Mario Brothers. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Two. <laughs> yeah, oh, where, the where, best God. Texas Chainsaw. Where motherfuckers like dual wielding chainsaws. I, it's just like. Ah! What God. made him think? Oh my God! I want to see that so bad. It's oh, gonna be. I don't want to watch it. So bad. I will say, like, I I knew it wasn't who I thought it was, but for the reason I thought. What's Viggo Mortensen doing in this movie? <laughs> yeah. But then, like, no, that's another very austere-looking uh, gentleman with piercing blue eyes. They've been in films together. Yeah. Mm. You know, I had that moment the first time I watched The Prophecy with Christopher Walken. Because I watched, I watched it when I was really little. I remembered nothing. And then after Lord of the Rings, I found the DVD. I love this movie. And then, what, is that Viggo Mortensen playing the devil? And it was. <laughs> yeah, it was the Viggs. <laughs> The B goes. Yeah. And the Mortensons. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And Elias <clears throat> Coteus was the lead. Uh, played Casey Jones in the Turtles movies. Oh. And also, you remember the, the in Shooter with Mark Wahlberg, the bald guy who was just an asshole? I haven't seen that movie in years. Okay, like the second in command of the bad guys. That was Elias Coteus, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like Elias Coteus. <gasps> also, he was a mean son of a bitch in G.I. Jane. <laughs> Oh, yes, he was. My God. The highlight, let me tell. The highlight of his career, of course. Yeah. Everybody remembers G.I. Jane. Of, well, I mean, these Especially days. Especially after. <laughs> Will Smith remembers it. Well, <laughs> I won that movie in a giveaway, and I've never been happier about a movie in my life. Yeah, that was like, what, a week after the Will Smith thing, too? Yeah, like somebody bought, somebody on TikTok bought it and forgot that they already had it, so they had a giveaway for it, and they and it I won it. And it was, oh and it was like... Yes. That's fantastic. <laughs> it's a good movie. Yeah, I like G.I. Jane. Yeah. So, The Rock. Yes. Um, Dwayne Johnson. Yes. <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Black Adam trailer in two weeks. I uh, hope it's good. I hate the Dr. Fate helmet design, but that's fine. So, yeah, Nicolas Cage is, he's, this is, he's kind of, he's a weirdo in this one. He's a little out there. I think there. that's kind of the point, though. Yeah, but it's great. <laughs> yeah, I think it was great. <clears throat> and like one of the best quotes of the movie is actually in the intro yeah. as spoken by you Canon <laughs> yeah. yeah. uh, so you know you already heard that because that was like 17 minutes ago when the song started so. like a rock <laughs> <laughs> those are like the overlapping themes I love it <laughs> Yeah, I think people are going to be able to tell that it's like 11.30 when we're recording. <laughs> hey, another thing, people getting their toes shot off in another movie. Yeah. I mean, Cage didn't do it this time, but you know. Yeah, no, like, there were a lot of, like, the, this is like Pete Cage, because there were so many callbacks and call forwards, because when Sean Connery steals a Hummer to try and escape the feds and blows up half of San Francisco, Cage gets a sports car chases after him, so it's like gone in 60 seconds. Yeah. And then they use the underwater scuba shit that they use in National Treasure, and feet get blown off. And he's also crazy, like half his other roles. It's a lot of good stuff. We definitely get heightened Cage in this movie, because I love how he's simultaneously just an, an erratic, insane person, but also a complete goober. This was like the beta, unbearable way to massive talent before unbearable <laughs> massive talent. Yeah. 
Like, even when, like that part where he's locked up in the cell when he was mimicking what the guy told him. He's like, I will gut you. Boy. I was just like, why, why are you sounding just like Cameron Poe right now? Like, to the T. Yeah, it was. And Sean Connery was just cool. Yeah. Sean Connery's always cool. And when he came out with long hair, I was reminded that he was almost Gandalf. Really? That's right. Yeah, That's he right. dropped out, though, because he didn't understand the plot of Lord of the Rings because he had not read Lord of the Rings. So they got Nor the script, apparently. Right. Yeah. He didn't understand any of it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I glanced at it. I can figure it out. I mean, a guy who never read Dune wanted to make a Dune movie. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> okay. Listen, you, you don't let the, make an argument. You don't let the source, but you'll get in the way of the art. <laughs> it's like I read the first ten pages. I don't understand it, but you know what? I'm going to make the fucking movie anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that documentary is just fascinating. I mean, he's talking about uh, Jodorowsky's Dune, which is okay. Insane. <laughs> what? You're telling me that Jodorowsky is a little off? What? Oh, oh yeah. Motherfucker's crazy. Oh, please refer back to our uncaged episode of The Holy Mountain, which oh, was oh, the yeah. worst two hours of my life. Oh. But also, it was a really fun two hours for everybody else. For the <laughs> okay. record, I have rated movies lower on this show than that movie. Really? There is nothing I hate more in this world other than Chris Bacalo's art than The Holy Mountain. The pest. I, I don't know why you're coming for your co-host today, Shim. Like, you, know, <laughs> you, could, you, know you could just go off and do your own show. You know what? Honestly, honestly, that wasn't even directed towards you. I just hate Chris Bacalo that much. You just want to plug that. Plug Comic that. book, right? Yeah, he's an, he, Well, he draws. He draws. <laughs> he, he puts something on paper and he gets paid for it. No. <laughs> Just like we put something on the internet. We right. Call it. <laughs> and we don't get paid nobody for pays for it. You fucking cash. We got paid a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, we have sold some shirts. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. I think we've made like $30 total. Hey, that's 30 more dollars than somebody else doesn't have. Yeah. Yes. Nicholas oh. Cage, he's a little wiry, little FBI um, biochemist. And uh, he's totally just believable, like, man, this world way. sucks. It's like... It's like, why would anyone want to bring a child into this world? And then uh, his girlfriend's like, oh, by the way, I'm pregnant. He's like, what? <laughs> Meanwhile, he's getting this news while he's playing guitar in the nude. <laughs> yeah. Like plucking at a guitar in the nude. Yeah. He does a power chord at one point. Yeah. That yeah. is probably one of the best fucking looking apartments I've ever seen in a movie. I want to live there. That was oh. that was almost face off level impressive. Like, oh my god. Yeah, the roof too. Yeah. Roof yeah. access. Yeah. Ceiling access for 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 sex stuff. Which that that was a, that was a cut. That was an interesting scene. <laughs> yeah, all this like political Mumbo jumbo, blah, blah blah blah, bam! They're just get getting freaky on top of the roof, and then the FBI calls. They change their uh, their headings uh, very quickly from the Federal Bureau of Investigation to the Federal like Blue Ball Initiative. And they haul his ass out of San Francisco. <laughs> it's like, hey, you know what? We, there's some bullshit. Anyway, we need to like. Uh, finger around then. Shouldn't it be called the Green Ball Initiative, <laughs> at least in this one? Technically, yes. <laughs> Green I caught Ball that. It. Yeah, yeah, because like, we're just, just like, hold on to Chris Cage. We need to figure this out because like, this string of like radioactive green anal beads is gonna fuck up San Francisco. <laughs> oh God, we failed to mention like what happened before he even found out he's about to be a father. He's like, oh, just a normal day at work. Hey, we got this wooden crate we need to investigate. Oh, fucking, this baby doll has nerve gas in it. And C4. And a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> so what you know, it's a little overkill. When poison's not enough, you got to go for the boom. 
Like, oh my God, like suits are dissolving. The water's not working. I'm just like, who's paying the bills in this government? It's us, unfortunately. It's Michael Bay Incorporated. <laughs> also, you have to take this like seven inch needle and jam it into your heart to like to deactivate the poison. Gosh, you're like wearing like a mission to Mars style like headgear. You can't see shit. Dude's like freaking out. Like the, I don't know his name. I call him the guy from High Fidelity. He's just like my suit is melting. <laughs> he is the guy from. I tried to place yeah. him. That's the guy from High Fidelity. It's one of my favorite movies. Uh, it's a fantastic oh, role. There's a lot of you know. Oh, I recognize that guy. Yeah, in this oh, movie. Yeah, for like, real. So many yeah. character actors. Like like the the uh, FBI guy is was like from the West Wing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mustache right. guy, huh? No, the mustache guy was from Raising Arizona. Okay, he was. He was one. Of, he was John Goodman's uh-huh. buddy. Yeah, Will Forsythe. Right. Yeah. And, the, Ed, yeah. and Ed Harris's second command. He was in the Green Mile. Yeah. Oh, he's great in Green Mile. And uh, one one of the captains was fucking Candyman. Yeah. He had Tony, Tony Todd. Todd. And he got skewered. <laughs> John C. McGinley's in there. Yeah. He's great. Actually, he's so yeah. good in everything. Man, he's I love good. That guy. Uh, the actor who played Tuco in Breaking Bad, he played the, um, the yeah. radio soldier. The little top-knot guy. One of the main characters from The Practice, that ABC show about lawyers that had Dylan McDermott. And that guy that played James Bond, he was in it. What? Who? Did, what? <laughs> Sean Connery, yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant Timothy Dalton. I didn't see him anywhere. Daniel Craig? What? <laughs> Sean Connery. Can we also give a nod to like the 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 co-actor with Cage, which was the last three exclamation points at the end of every sentence he spoke quietly? Yes, he would say like this and end it with a sentence mark. Every yeah, time. There, there was a lot of weird emphasis. I loved it. It's so good. Impossible so great. Cage. On the wrong syllable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but I thought uh, Claire Ferlaney, if I'm saying her name correctly, was in this movie more. Uh, who played Sean Connery's daughter? But She's no, it turns out she was just in that one scene. Barely. Yeah. That's it. Not even in yeah. the end credits. Nothing. Yeah. I yeah. Was, like, I just like, there. I just imagine that shit. I, I, for some <laughs> reason, I thought she at least popped up in the end or something. I mean, it's I entirely know. possible that, you know, there were scenes added to the TV cuts that they've That shown, is possible. They do that shit all the time. Yeah. I also <laughs> theorize it might be like an, a, the Bay Effect, where there's so many explosions, you assume <laughs> there's more acting in it than there actually was. Like somehow he cut the scene from the island in this movie, even <laughs> yeah. though it happened years before. So that one scene has been in three movies now. There have been, the acted scenes have been deleted so that they have more explosion time added into the movie. That's true. Yeah, we could call that the B-roll. It's just like all these, <laughs> all these just like extraneous explosions. We'll, we'll just plug in their different the, It's the Bay-roll. It's like the, the opening scene from Tropic Thunder. <laughs> Where they're filming and all the explosions are not even rolling. Dude, fantastic. Love that movie. Fantastic. And funny story, if you talk about Fatty's Fart 2, Pat starts laughing <laughs> every time for years now. Because it's to him, it's the high point of comedy. It is. There is not a single thing on God's green earth that's funnier than Fatty's Fart 2. Y'all can just stop. You can just stop trying to be funny. Like, it's, there's, no, there's nothing else you can talk about. Funny is true. Canceled. Like, yep. fucking Fatty's Fart 2 wins. We're done. We're done. We hit the peak. We're done. We can go home. <laughs> you never have to do anything again. Fatty's Fart 3, full diaper. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this by the way, JR is a full diaper household I here. I fucking love it. <laughs> love it. But, we we but, had to catch you up on all the bits from the show. Yeah, well, I've got to find out more. i got to yeah. go into the archive now. Yeah, you're going to have to. There's so much. We have our own FBI agent. 
Because we got like 800 listens out of Washington, D.C. one week. We're on a watch mm. list, I yeah. think. At least one. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, Tappahannock, Virginia fucking loves us. <laughs> we don't know why. Wikipedia says Chris Brown lives there. Maybe he's a fan. We don't want him to be a fan. He can stop listening. But everybody else is happening. We love you guys. Have you guys ever made reference in all of your cage references to the, uh, the television series that he helped narrate, which was the history of cussing? Oh, the history of swear words? Swear words. We Thank did you. talk about that a few times, and it's on the list because that was a good show. That character mm-hmm. pops up in this bay. Like, there are, or was, what would you call them? Fast forwards or. Uh, yeah, uh, flash forwards. Yeah. yeah. So. That he he was doing a lot of that in this movie. Yeah. Like, there's just this weird... Where he goes into this historian-type mode of, like, I'm going to teach you something, and you're going to love it! <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, I will, I will, I will, I promise. The line about looking for some rockets, mm-hmm. you know, his sass is on, like, 11. Oh, no, like, the one-liners in this movie are top fucking notch. Oh, yeah. Like, and even the weird ones, like, like a you look like, rocket. <laughs> rocket man. You are. You're the rocket man. And shoo, Tony Todd gets hit with a rocket. <laughs> and then it gets, and it just, just in case you're being shot out of the goddamn window by a goddamn rocket with a nut. It's like, oh, yeah, you're going to get skewered. Just like, meow. Yeah. What rocket ever took off? In that little amount of time. <laughs> Flip, switch, boom. Gone. I mean, Michael Bay is just like a cheap bastard for not getting Elton John's Rocket Man for that scene. Could <laughs> you imagine him just going through the window? Rocket, rocket! Because, <laughs> I mean, even Disney's Rocket Man starring Harley Williams had the song. <laughs> and I think it's gonna be a I love that song. I love that movie. Yeah. We need well, to watch Rocket Man. He probably because like, he spent Man. so much money on the explosion. He's like, damn it, I knew there was something I forgot. Yep. <laughs> He had to have that one more piece of dynamite for the trolley. Yeah. Yep. Got to. I mean, there's, there's one enough. I do love how there's just a complete fantasy of just like just these like Indiana Jones, like Donkey Kong <laughs> minecart levels of just catacombs underneath the Alcatraz. Perfectly lit, by the way. Oh, Skylights, and that comes after that comes after the video game traps of fire and rotating gear and fire and rotating gear that Sean Connery has to roll just right to get yeah. through. That's right. I'm honestly surprised there's not like a Dreamcast <laughs> game of The Rock. It does feel like they're missing. I mean, there's even it. a Batman well, Begins game that was just Metal Gear Solid with a cape. So wait, what? Metal Gear Solid. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, they did. Man, that Batman <laughs> Begins game ruled. Colonel. That was a really good game. Yeah. Like it was eclipsed by Arkham, but at the time, that was the best Batman game they had done. I agree. It was fun as fuck. Mm-hmm. Especially like the driving uh, sequences. It played just like Burnout. You yeah. just fuck cars up. It was great. <laughs> Which is what the whole like chase sequence in this movie is. It's yeah. just Burnout because like it's a, a Hummer <laughs> and then the Ferrari just like zip-zopping through uh, San Francisco and then just Pandemonium. Like the world's strongest sc- Hummer. Screaming with each explosion, <laughs> with each car flip, we are losing our minds. Again, I've seen this movie several times and i just forgotten how bananas it gets. It's a it full was... Stooges bit. Like there's an old lady about to get hit so they have to swerve and then there's wheelchairs. Three wheelchairs. Just, After the not? explosion. Uh, uh, scooters uh, and trolleys. I was about to say, like, where's, the, where's the mother and the baby in the stroller? Yeah, that was like, the one thing they were two missing. Two dudes carrying a big glass pane and a fruit cart. <laughs> Right, right. Like, <laughs> like honestly, the whole thing felt like the Rick and Morty bit. The two brothers, the two brothers in a van, and then a tornado hits, and then a tomato Mexican armada, and it just like escalates to 
such an absurd degree. Like <laughs> you couldn't help but laugh. And then once it gets to the trolley with with the guy who's running it, just be like, "Oh Lord!" and and flies five hundred <laughs> feet in the air. Somehow survives. Like, not not even not survive. even his shirt is ruffled. He's just like, "I'll kill the man that did this to my trolley." <laughs> off the tracks. It's hit so many vehicles. It fucking explodes. It flies so fucking high in the air. Lands fucking sideways on the ground. He just like comes out the side like, oh man, just another day at the office, I guess. Shit. You know what? A real auteur filmmaker would have put a post-credit scene of the trolley operator with a picture of Cage at the end like, I'm gonna find you, motherfucker. And that sets up the scene. Hitting the way it's like a guy walking with like two ice cream cones, but there's like 12 scoops on each one. It's like, <laughs> Just say had a Memorial Day sale, I guess, and then just fucking. Oh. <laughs> if infomercials have taught us anything, white people don't know how to hold shit in their hands properly. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. No. Like there's a delivery truck with just like Tupperware, just like undone, just spilling out. It's like and people just like fumbling are, in the air. Are you tired of karate chopping your bowl of popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Does this ever happen to you and just someone holding a drink and then it just drops for some reason? No, I dropped my drink again. <laughs> God. Get the neck koozie. <laughs> yeah. God, I know we keep bringing up this fucking terrible filmmaker, but Neil Breen. Um, <laughs> like, there's, there's this guy on YouTube. He's just like, I mean, look at this scene right here. Is this drunk guy who like knocks a bunch of like shit over, like at a barbecue? It's just like utensils and hot dogs all over the ground. He's just like, if you just take the audio out of here and you put the right fucking goofy song to it, this is an infomercial. It's like, are you tired of fucking knocking over your grill because you're a drunk bitch? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> then try not being an alcoholic. I, 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 I'm gonna <laughs> shoot this car. Full of holes. Yo, we got to find these fucking movies. I swear to God. Like, I'm, I do not want to pay uh, Neil Breen prices for them. However. Because he's, he's proud of them sons of bitches. Let me tell you. <laughs> like, those jewel cases. It's like with a Sharpie, like the movie on it. $35, please. God, my favorite title of his movies is I Am Here, Ellipses. Now... <laughs> Literally like like three or four dots in between. I am here. Now. That's the title of the That's the title of the pause. movie. <laughs> pause for exactly that long. Wow. I, I'm excited for anyone listening to be like, oh, did, it, did it stop? Because <laughs> <laughs> it was dead silent. Yeah. With respect. That's good. It's going to be a good bit. That, I'm surprised you want to edit it to where it's like actually 20 seconds long. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, wait. Um, <laughs> Throw in the Jeopardy theme there. <laughs> That'll be awesome. Ken's a big fan of the Rocky Horror Pictures. Like makes you shiver in anticipation. <laughs> Let's do the time warp again. I guess. <laughs> Man, I'm not gonna lie. Like, how rad would it have been to see like Sean Connery in like a man bun situation? Like, didn't cut his hair when they uh, oh. broke him out. By the way, he's like wrongfully in jail for like what thirty years, thirty plus 33. years in this movie. Like Jesus. I mean, it would just go on the list of bad Sean Connery haircuts, along with Zardoz. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Zardoz. I'm going to remind you all of Zardoz. Oh, sure. I, 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 I have, have the weird Borat <laughs> and Keeney. He was Show wearing. Show me what you mean, you Zardoz. Got. Yeah. 
With his brain. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. You I, know they made a Superman character after this guy? Really? Yeah. And they were right to do it. Y'all fuck around. Y'all gonna see me dressed like that at Magic City. Do you get it? I walk around like this the whole time. My fucking nuts flapping out on accident. <laughs> they modeled him Jeez. after. I had that card. I had that comic. Yeah, oh my I got god! Like two at the shop. Mm, more oh like craving the dumper. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Dumpy thick. Am I right? God. It's like fucking Frank. They're not talking about the rock. <laughs> or cage. Or cage. <laughs> See, uh, the running joke that we love, and it's not a joke, it's real, is that Frank, who you met earlier at the shop, I do. I love doesn't Frank. actually exist. That's it's just canon. That's it's just canon split personality. I'm here the whole time. Yep. It's me. It's always me. <laughs> How you doing, Jr.? Because we we had a long conversation. Yeah, we did have a good. We had a long talk today. <laughs> yes, we did. We had a good a good time. It was a good it, time. It, it was even talking amplified. about Ghost Rider and the Punisher. That is glorious. <laughs> and, wait, was that really what we were talking about? <laughs> no. Damn. <laughs> you should have known, Frank. I'm sorry. I'm an old man. I forget things. When we went to see, <laughs> the un- that'll give you. That's me too. <laughs> we went to see the unbearable weight of massive talent, and after we came out. Ken was like, we should take a picture of the poster. And that turned into, we should all take a picture in front of the poster. But Frank had already left, even though he was on the episode for that. So that just played into Frank doesn't exist. Fantastic. <laughs> is, Frank, is Frank in on this? Yeah, yeah he's in on this. That's in fantastic. Fact, anytime he's on the show, they do the voices at each other. Well, Frank just talks, and Cannon does the voice at him. I throw my voice from mic to mic. And so then we make sure to tell everyone listening that what happened is, Ken and I get back later to re-record the extra stuff where they're talking over each other, mm-hmm. and that's just the dedication. The things I do for you people. You know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All of that came from when we did Raising Arizona, <gasps> because it's a good movie, but that's we had learned at that movie. point that if it's a great movie, we're not going to have shit all to say. Except, hey, you should watch the movie. Right. That whole episode just devolved into nonsense. (laughs) Okay. So we posted it, and Frank was like, it would have been nice if you reviewed the movie. When are you going to do that? (laughs) (laughs) So at that point, Frank became a bit, and he should know better. (laughs) I will say, one of my favorite things ever is like, apparently, he has a co worker that like tries to do impressions of him. Uh, to give him shit but then like Frank will give him shit be like I know a guy that can do me better than you fucker (laughs) (laughs) Frank also won the first annual Cajun Greatness trivia show because he's the only one of us who listens to the fucking There's, there's, there's your guy in Washington. Quit together. <laughs> Pat's like, I no. win every time. I win no every time. time. Pat works hella hard, and we love him very oh, yeah. much. Well, Pat's Thanks, I get. Pat's lovable. <laughs> What's not to love about Pat? <laughs> oh, but yeah, we got to get back into Alcatraz, though. Do we? Liter- literally. I thought the point was to get out of Alcatraz. No, the point is to get back in. Because and then, and then Sean Connery, Connery knows right. how to get out, so obviously knows how to get in. And I do love the how, like, <laughs> the, the the safety of millions is predicated on this one geezer's just, like, infallible memory. It's like, I hope they haven't changed this place <laughs> in 34, 50 years. It's all ran by computers now. I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's like, damn, I forgot about the Donkey Kong card. This is new. Hey, wait, it's a tourist attraction? I've missed a bit. Like, yes, in jail. 30 years. What is rock and roll? <laughs> <laughs> it's the rock and roll. But, I mean, they did say that he got the uh, the mother of his child pregnant after a Led Zeppelin concert. 
Yeah. This is true. That happened. I like how the, like, they keep calling him a, like a British dick, but he's got a Scottish accent. Yeah. You know, but we're dumb Americans, so like, Bay's like, Bay just goes, ah, they won't know. Well, it's like British, Australian. Scottish, Irish, who cares? It's like the original Highlander, where you have Christopher Lambert <laughs> yes. playing a Scottish man, and then Sean Connery shows up as a Spaniard. That's right. So tell me all this haggis, for I know nothing of it. <laughs> well, it's like a sheep stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that movie. That that scene alone is so meta because you're like, I'm watching like languages just disappear into the stratosphere. We they really, just don't exist. We really are just one big human race. <laughs> <laughs> there can only be just one. You know, they're still talking about doing a remake of that. Oh, Henry Cavill just. signed on to star. Because oh, he's be a, like a, a super duper nerd and <clears throat> okay. the best. And I love that man. Yeah. He's going to star in the next uh, Warcraft reboot, but as every character. <laughs> it's just going to be him playing with his Warcraft miniatures and doing the voices. <laughs> it's still going to make a billion dollars. Yeah. He'll just show his abs every five minutes. Yeah, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be there. He'll be just like the video where he makes his own computer. Just he's just in a really tiny tank top and just <laughs> bulging out of it. <laughs> okay, this is uh, this is Glee Glar the Rentless versus like <laughs> Guy Gax the uh, Incinerator. <laughs> you know, I don't know why, but I think I would watch a live stream of Henry Cavill just building a PC for no reason. Yeah, it seems like he'd be fun. He seems like a fun guy to watch. He might be a monster. I don't know, but like he seems like fun to watch. I don't think he's probably like Kevin Spacey level of evil, but he might <laughs> be evil. A dick. We don't know. Wait, who? Kevin Spacey. Oh, Kevin Spacey's a piece of shit. But. He just got indicted for those rape charges in England. So yep. it's good. Yeah. What a bummer. Anyway. <laughs> way, way to bring the podcast down. Oh, you know, that's what I yeah. do. Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> Sean Connery was also a domestic abuser, too. <laughs> There's the correlation. Just because he said that it felt it necessary to slap a woman if she's getting mouthy doesn't mean you actually know that's the exact definition. Yeah, it's, it's almost yeah. like he had an entire career just based on his misogyny. That brings up an interesting thing for this movie. Like, you forget after so many years how misogynistic Bay can be in some of his movies. Yeah, like, and there's like, some stereotypes that are just god awful. The barber, you're like, oh, the barber, the barber, not great. The most egregious, of course. Yeah. Uh, well, and even like the female love interest, I was just like, yeah, I, this is definitely like a relic of like the late '90s. It's like, wow, it's just like she's just like, no, I'm coming to San Francisco, even though I know you work for the FBI, and this can be dangerous. <laughs> Click. And it's just like, no, no reasonable person. I, I, uh, well, it was also classified. She didn't know what was going on. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, yeah, but like, I don't know. I feel like most normal people would just be like, oh, you're telling me not to come now? It means there's some serious shit, probably. Yeah. yeah. Especially and, after what happened on the roof. Yeah. He didn't come either. <laughs> oh, yeah. He did. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, Thank he, you. Did, he did the one time where it mattered. Let me tell I'm you. Sorry. <laughs> I, I have a personal pet peeve of any movie that has a sex scene and she sells her wrong. That is not a sex with clothes on in a movie is not. And I'm not a perv, okay? I'm just saying, I, logistically, <laughs> logistically, I also don't like poop in a suit either. Yeah. But there's just things logistically, if you're going to have a sex scene, it's like, I, then just don't make him have sex. Or just like do the camera angles. The, well, that's what yeah, I'm talking just about. It's unrealistic. Yeah. That's fair. But this is also a movie where you have a barber who, if, dear listener, if you're, okay. imagine yeah. you're in the 90s and your movie's set in San Francisco. 
and you have someone to cut hair. And that exact stereotype that just popped into your head is perfect for what was actually on the screen. That's exactly what it was. Exactly as bad as you think it was. Once again, a big product of the 90s. Yes, yes. Which came out of the 80s, let's just say. I mean, like, that stereotype was, like... A very... Like, I mean, honestly, you you can go back even further. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The stereotype just seems even more, like, outrageous when you think, like, how much of this movie is just, like, laden with homoeroticism because like all these just, like, <laughs> dudes are just looking really close to each other like hard eye contact and just like I like like I respect you sir you talk you call him general sir god damn it I and die I, for you sir it's it's like Zack Snyder's <clears throat> movies or, or especially like 300 where everyone's just like chiseled as fuck and then they're just like good game bro slapping each other <laughs> on the butt and, and then like you know Gerard Butler's just like hello my wife and it's just they have like this really robotic relationship, but like <laughs> it's like my brother's in battle. Let me look into your eyes while we you know, do that really, that, that really cool thing where they just grab each other by the back of the neck and just like bring their faces. <laughs> <and it's> like, <laughs> That's the bro hug. It's yeah. called the brug. <laughs> the brug. Uh, yeah. So Michael Bean. And Ed Harris had a great super manly dude standoff. That Put your fair. weapons down. I can't do that, sir. Put your weapons I can't do it. Put your weapons down. And then a damn rock hits and someone got scared and then everyone died. Yeah. That was playing by Dwayne Johnson, by the way. Yeah. yeah that was the rock playing a rock. That was the... Like a rock. It was 96 is when it debuted. So, I mean, wow. So he was in movies before he was in movies. <laughs> I, I would love it if the guy who actually hit that brick just started that whole crop up. We just like, ooh, just slowly. You just see him slowly. You see him say, like, my bad. <laughs> like, somebody edits ooh. a terrible fucking like haircut he had in 96 onto that rock. And he just gives him like one eyebrow up yeah. and just goes, and the fanny pack from that one picture of him in the turtleneck sweater. <laughs> make, sure, make sure the napkin's laying down so it doesn't get dirty. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, and there's your meta theme. Yeah. It wasn't. We keep thinking the Rock is referring to Alcatraz, but it was the. It's the Rock that made all those guys fire their guns for the first time in the entire movie. Oh my yeah. God, yeah, that is true. The Rock, like a it rock. kicked off everything. This is why this movie is in the Criterion. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this is it. Fucking layers upon layers. Ingmar Berman couldn't care. <laughs> Which is Armageddon is also about a rock. Yeah. Like the size of Texas, Mr. Right? President. <laughs> <laughs> I know it would probably be easier to train a bunch of astronauts to drill, but we're just going to train a bunch of drillers to be astronauts. That's a good idea. Should only take a couple weeks, yeah, max. Fine. I mean, what's flying in space anyway? <laughs> Somebody get Steven Tyler. We need a soundtrack. To use your words, expedition is not one of Bay's strongest suits. Words aren't one of mine either. I, I don't know how to read. Yeah, I don't know. There's, if you a know. Running joke. there's a running joke that can and can't read. That's fantastic. It's a, it's a bit on the show. Yeah. That That's why it's a podcast, not a readable Kindle thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we, should, we should have made a pamphlet in preparation for like all the bits. Yeah. Yeah. All right, bit number 75. Um, it's like a full A gorilla movie. grip pussy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit. Yeah. Now we got some trouble. <laughs> I just feel like, all right, JR, if you would refer to uh, page two, item 76B, you'll find. Oh, history. Frank doesn't exist. Right. Oh, that's go. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I need context now. God. 
my mom won't listen to the show anymore. Oh, really? Well, I don't know. The one she can't was, listen to her baby cuss. No, no, no. It wasn't even that. It was uh, it was the uh, the Gorilla Grip Pussy. <laughs> I like the that, one episode she just said, was it the Raising Arizona? I think Arizona? that was a, that Raising Arizona episode. Wow, that like, was a controversial is, episode, yeah. let me tell you. In, in many different aspects. We had to put JoJo in free speech jail over that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was in like, free speech jail. Too much. Fantastic. <laughs> just pussy this, pussy that. <laughs> Y'all say pussy too much. <laughs> pussy, 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 pussy. JoJo, <laughs> no. no. You can't of, stop me. Uh, one of our listeners said it sounded like a bunch of dude bros sitting around talking about dude stuff. It's like, oh, we're just a bunch of dudes talking about dudes. It's dudes. a Michael Bay podcast. Yeah. This is <laughs> the official Michael Bay podcast. <laughs> we all we're rebranding. We can rebranding. Just, we can just recycle this whole episode, and every time, like, The Rock, I can just splice in Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is funny because I, I remember reading that the the actor who plays the president in The Rock actually plays the president in Armageddon. It's like some people that think this is the same universe. Oh, that's fun. That's amazing. Oh my god, Rock. the Bainiverse. <laughs> Which, like, ima- imagine being in the in the world where hey, San Francisco almost got melted. Also, holy fuck, a rock just hit the earth. <laughs> that little that South rock. Texas. Okay, hear me out. <laughs> that rock that fell that started the firefight uh-huh. was like, man, I got to make a bigger impact. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, it, all right, he gets on the last rocket, fucking goes to space. <laughs> he fucking goes to space, just Pump. like gets bigger and bigger. Pumps he gets the size of Texas, let's, let's ha- <laughs> if you will. And then just ready to come back and just fuck some shit up. So it should time. be called Armageddon The Rock 2. Man, oh man, they're both in the Criterion. <laughs> it makes no sense in the fucking world. Wait, now. what if the rock was actually just a falling meteorite that hit the Earth, and the only thing to stop a meteorite is a meteorite? Nice. They launched the Alcatraz <laughs> at the asteroid. They launched Alcatraz <laughs> like a rock. That's fantastic, man. But wait, there's if, more. If Sean Connery in this movie is supposed to be James Bond. That means Armageddon and The Rock are all in the same universe as the Sean Connery James Bonds, which means they're in the same universe as all the rest of the James Bonds except the Daniel Craig James Bond. Hey, we're putting My them together, God. people. But that, oh, but that means they're connected to the same elsewhere. Everything's connected! We're all on a snow globe. Yep. Uh, <laughs> we globe are. Right now. This is my multiverse of madness. <laughs> we, we don't really exist. <laughs> I mean, they, they do sell snow globes at uh, Alcatraz. It's just like one bored kid in the Alcatraz like tourism. <laughs> it's like, Mom, this rock is lame. But just imagine it. Can we, like, take, can we like take a trip to Alcatraz but like decked out in Dudley camo? <laughs> I swear you won't be here longer than you have to be. Yeah. I'm going to throw some green balls everywhere. That's okay. I wonder how many times those poor tour guides get those jokes. <laughs> I want to know if Ranger Bob, his outfit was, was like, is that like the outfit of Alcatraz? Yeah. I don't know. It was I mean, a that, fucking park I mean, ranger. He looked like, <laughs> like a Smokey <laughs> the Bear. He looked like Smokey the Bear. <laughs> Only you can prevent the rock from escaping. Only you can prevent those yeah. shorts from getting any higher. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Every, every, one of, every time y'all step out of line, I hike these hems up one inch. <laughs> oh, no, he's going to do it. Before long, you're going to see my scrotum. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we are coming up on that time. Do we think we have more to say about The Rock? 
I think there's plenty more that can be said about the rock. The five-star Criterion Collection Class Batum. That's the one. Fantastic. Man, all I'm saying is re-release it. Give it a Blu-ray version. They only have it on DVD. Really? They do yeah. have it on Blu-ray now. It's actually the Criterion version on Blu-ray. I just picked it up. Ooh. Oh, snap. Oh, man. It's not even new. It's been out for a little bit. Yeah. Holy fucking but shit. Because uh, now I'm like a, a, a filmophile. I've got to have yeah. the best version of every movie I love. And you I'm like, I understand. if I'm going to own yeah. any Bay movie, it's got to be the best Bay movie. And I chose The Rock. Cannon has Rock. fairly recently gotten into Steelbooks. <gasps> well, I've always been into them, but I just had a couple. But then I was like, wait. I keep forgetting they still make these, and they just get sweeter <laughs> yeah. and sweeter. I'm a whore for extended 30 second scene. Yeah, I, I'll take it. I just if they if they re release Godzilla with one extra scene, I'll buy it. <laughs> I just I'm like, oh, I got to throw all this old shit away. They, 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 they yeah. found like a piece of film like in somebody's back pocket. Put it back in. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like when I found uh, the uh, the holy shit edition of Blade Runner, second to Charles. It has every official version of Blade Runner. Absolutely, <laughs> I was like, well, that's I the one to get. Buy this that one. you got, that's the one you got to get. Yeah, look, if they released King Kong with the original spider scene back in the day, we'd we'd lose our shit. Oh, it doesn't yeah. exist. Or, Wait, or is that not out there? No, really, they storyboarded it. Um, as a fun thing for the uh, for the uh, what's the name? Lord of the Rings guy. Peter, Peter Jackson did like a, a recreation based off the stills of the original because they said it was too too mortifying. Which you know, or, or much like in the film, they uh, they have all these hidden footage, just like hiding a little tin can in the leg of a church somewhere right. in Kansas. Which you know, until John Connery said that, it's like he just kept a microfilm in his butt for forty five years. <laughs> I'm betting the other pew leg has the original cuts of Star Wars. Oh. Before Lucas got his oh. paws back on him. Yeah, the, 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 the cut where Chewbacca is Luke's father. Oh. That's the one. One, one <laughs> uh, the last thing that I do want to get out there about The Rock is uh, the scene where Sean Connery is getting his makeover is, is fucking rad. Because he throws the guy that put him in jail for 30 years. Over a thing with like a sh- like a what is that a, sh- a shower soap rope or yeah, some shit it's like something like you'd hang on a loofah. Man, if they had a, if they had Yelp back in the day, like I'd give them five <laughs> stars just for the durability of their fucking rope. It's like I was wondering that scene. Like, what is this fucking rope he's pulling? Like, what is this? Well, I'm pretty sure that director that he threw over is a mutant because that wrist should have popped should right, have come right off. Just, no hand. Would change the whole movie. Yeah. And also, no, like, Sean Connery is, like, 75 years old. And he's just like, I'm holding on to him. Just like, it's only a little heavy. Not to mention that he broke that, like, stained glass or the, the bulletproof glass with a quarter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he busted out of his handcuffs, body cuffs, with a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, it's mm. James Bond. I mean, he, yeah. he's literally like a comic book. Like that, like that theory, like, I've seen videos about that. And you know what? I, I like that theory. Yeah. This is, like, legit James Bond. <laughs> I mean, it kind of works. Yeah. Like, if you take it to be that James Bond is a code name, yeah, it works. And Mason, come on. Mason. The numbers, Mason. <laughs> <laughs> so what oh. we can say, the real villain of the story was the feds. <laughs> the real I mean, really, if it wasn't for the U.S. government, none of them would have been this problem. The real villains are the feds because they stopped listening to the show. <laughs> Look, here's the the you, real uh, villain was Jay Everett. A- Agent Stubenheimer, whoever you are, <laughs> wherever you might be. As long as you're listening uh, for our, your pleasure, not for uh, work, you know, we, we'll allow it. <laughs> 
Well, uh, thank you all for joining us for our discussion on so much random shit and also The Rock. <laughs> uh, any regular listeners, you expected this. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so, we'll go around to our plugs. We'll save JR for last, best for last. No. So, we're, that's how we do things around here. Around here. Around here. Yeah. Thanks for being part of the show, JR. Oh, dude, this is awesome, man. This is great. Fun. I I feel sorry for your listeners because you had one extra guy horning in on all these. No, no, we've had many extra guys, and and then also Canon split personality, so it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I've been here the whole time. I've been in the corner. I didn't give me any snacks. (laughs) (laughs) I bring bring, bring y'all munchos all the damn time. (laughs) This is the thanks I get. I'm over here hanging out with fucking Abaddon. We got a tag team. Abaddon called people y'all forget about. Abaddon. (laughs) Another bit. Uh, Oh, Oh, yeah, Abaddon. Uh, I need a a handbook for the next one. Professor Russian named Abaddon um, protects... She's uh, a scary demon lady. And so the joke is she lives down here in the murder basement. (laughs) Murder basement. If Evil Dead were a wrestler. Yeah. Wow. She's pretty great. Yeah, she's awesome. She can get an action figure this year. Oh, I got a figure. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. That's bitching. Yeah. I'm I'm being shown a picture on uh, yeah. Patrick's phone. Fantastic. So, Jojo, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, they can find me on the tweeters at uh, JoNIABUI24 and John Onson12 on Letterboxd. And remember, listeners, make sure to live every day as a fuck you to the government. <laughs> Which that's a reference to Gotti. <laughs> from our from our spinoff within the spinoff to Vaulty Development, where we talk about. That's the one. Uh, uh, Dr. Volta movies. <laughs> That's what led into our face-off episode. Oh, of course it would. Yeah. Of course it had to. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, Cannon. I've been at Cannon Guy. You can find me at that Cannon Guy on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, Goodreads, and TikTok. I'm almost at 700 freaking followers on TikTok. Oh, you're going to be big and popular soon. No. No, I'm not. Oh, yeah. I mean, that'd be cool. Or will it? I don't know. You're going to be an influencer. Oh, or an influencer. Hey, this Nick Cage movie? <laughs> fucking watch it, okay? <laughs> this movie? Watch it, Because okay? you sure as shit didn't get any commentary from it. <laughs> oh, hell, hell yeah, baby. Uh, Pat. Uh, yes, hello. This is Pat. Thank you all so much for listening. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at John Lost His Name. And if you're listening to this, the week it comes out, that means on Monday, May 30th, uh, we release episode 265 of the All Here podcast where we wrap up our month-long celebration of being on the air for five years. Uh, we appreciate y'all listening over there and over here and uh, helping support make uh, this network one of the longest-running podcast networks in the state of Alabama. Yep. Uh, JR. Yes, sir. Where can the people find all the cool stuff that you do? Oh my and it's all cool, so none of that, none of that self-deprecating bullshit. You can none find it at the comic strip, clearly, when I, whenever I come down. Damn. That's true. You were Aside from those today. moments, uh-huh. you can go to Wickedly Twisted Fun, uh, where all my social networks and tweets and twits and twats are up on the upper left side, you know. Uh, but yeah, wickedlytwistedfun.com. I'm re, uh, redoing my art for, for one and all. Very excited about the new direction. I got sweet fanny pack today. Thank you. you know, it's everyone. packed full of fanny. Depending on the, which part of the world you live in. <laughs> yeah, that, that could be humorous or naughty. <laughs> like, for, no joke, all the books are all that. It's great. For if you Dublin like the pack of fanny, then here's a fanny pack. Fanny means butt here. <laughs> <laughs> Diaper gravy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
But yeah, we will we'll make sure to post uh, all the, Watch baby the places you can find JR stuff because it's all fantastic. He yes, it is. Travel around, you're doing tour, like the cons and stuff this summer. I'm doing all the cons, and like we say with our motto, keep your standards low and you might be impressed. <laughs> now, we, we do want to ask, since this episode will be released on June uh, 2nd, that's a Thursday, what will be your... No, most recent upcoming con people can catch you at? I'm going to the Knoxville con, uh, basically second, uh, June, I think it's June 26th. Like, don't, don't quote me on that because I'm not only geographically challenged, but I'm also date challenged. That's fair. So Knoxville con uh, in Knoxville, Tennessee, end of June. Nice. Nice. And I've been Captain Chimmy. You can find me at all the things that say Captain Chimmy. There's a link tree. It's fine. So thank you for joining us on Cajun Greatness. Be sure to check out our merch store at tpublic.com slash user slash Cajun Greatness. We have some pretty great stuff, if I do say so myself. The creator of Williams Wonderland also agrees. So, yeah. you know, your opinion is relevant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for listening, and be sure to join us next week where, God willing, if everything goes correctly, we get everything set up, everything works out, we're going to have a pretty special episode we're all very excited yes, about. Yes, I'm very nervous, actually. I is this the all-naked episode you guys are uh, talking no, about? No, that, like, that's every other Tuesday. Oh, okay. oh, that's okay. a Patreon tier. <laughs> you got to give us money before you now, get I see did, the I did want to okay. say... Uh, d- the bit where we're all naked right now is probably the biggest culture shock for you to come on the show. <laughs> I, I, well, I wish someone else would have told me we had to wear clothes. Hey, Frank. hey, look, it's never too late to get naked. Yeah, <laughs> okay. fuckers, I've been in a corner doing a helicopter the whole time. Helicopter, helicopter, helicopter. <laughs> oh, so yeah, join us for fantastic. Join us for what will either be a crowning moment in the podcast. Or a disaster of massive proportions. No, it's going to be good. It's going to be be great. I think it's going to be a fun time. He's got to get all the the technical shit worked out. But we'll get it done. Oh, yeah. Because that's what we do here. We get (laughs) shit done. Yes. Sort of. Uh, Thank you all for listening, and we will see you next week. Jared, again, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. you We've had a great time. It's time to go home and go to bed. Yeah. Charles Styles, Mr. Together. Charles Styles. Yeah, like another bit. We we yeah. have a we have a podcast size bed. <laughs> it's a giant bed. We're all going to bed, folks. Thanks. Charles Styles Mystery Diner. And for the Mystery Diner thing, please refer to page four of your brochure. That's I thought it was page sixty-nine. No, that's the other thing. Oh, okay. That's where the naked stuff is. <laughs> Hi, I'm naked Charles Styles. You'll, you'll have, you'll have to burn up naked on the and bed for the next episode. Excel. Yeah. Naked and afraid in the kitchen nightmare. Awesome. Thank you all for Can't listening. Tell. We will see you next time. Bar Rescue. Bye. Bye. How absurd. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? How absurd. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence.